Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Back with another episode of Two Drunk Brothers in a Podcast. Uh, didn't have one last week. Travis was busy moving into his house. Um, so we're coming back with you. We're trying to do two this week to be determined. Well, at least we're giving you one. Um, we're moving along with our division-by-division division NFL preseason breakdowns. And this episode, episode 38, is all about the AFC South. So we've done the AFC East. We've done the AFC North. Now we're going to the AFC South. And Travis just sneezed on camera. Uh, <laughs> I muted myself, at least. Yeah, but his head oh. like jerked back and forth really hard. It was hilarious. Um, so with that being said, we're going to talk all about the AFC South. We're going to roll the ad here in a few seconds. Um, but real quick, oh. uh, yeah, Travis wanted to say something. Yeah, we didn't really cover much about USC 239. Uh, that was our last episode. It was an awesome card. You definitely got your money's worth if you paid for it. Uh, the only thing we got wrong was the Ben Askren fight, but we said you know, that it was possible for him to lose. You know? Our picks were great value picks. Every single one of them, I think, was like a was a plus pick. Um, it went five for five, so not bad. Yeah, can't complain there at all. Um, it was a good card. Uh, you know, fastest knockout in UFC history. Anytime you can see that live is awesome. So uh, <laughs> we would have done a, a deeper dive on that. Um, but here we are two weeks later, so it's kind of old news. Uh, Betty, with that being said, let's play the clip. And uh, play the ad, I'm sorry. And then we're going to go roll right into the first and ten. So let's do it. Hey, everyone. As you know, we've been recording with Anchor for about a year now. And honestly, it's the best way to record a podcast. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast because A, it's free. B, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. I'm actually recording this ad from my phone, and they'll distribute your podcast to you for free to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and like 10 other platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership required, and it makes everything so simple. If you want to start a podcast today, go download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. First and 10 from the 45 yard line. All right, so like I said, we're going to go talk about the AFC South this week. Um, we're going to go team by team like we have done. If you guys have listened to our AFC East and our AFC North episodes, you know how this goes. If you haven't listened to them, go back, listen to them because, you know, they're good. They're good little tidbits of knowledge about those two divisions. But we're going to talk about the AFC South and what I think is maybe one of the strongest divisions in football. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, it's it's stacked from top to bottom. I mean, even for me, I think the worst team is the Jaguars, and you look at them, and they're not even horrible. I mean, uh, so that's my just humble opinion. Like I said, we're gonna go team by team. We're gonna start with the Houston Texans. So I'll talk about a bit about their about their draft. You know, when you big- look about when you look at the these teams' drafts, like none of them are spectacular. I mean, especially because they're all good. Like the Jaguars had a good draft because they had a good pick. But other than that, all these teams are just adding role players on their already decent slash good teams. I like the Colts draft, but we'll talk more about that here. But we'll talk about the Texans. I mean, I disagree with you about like them just having average drafts. I think the Texans draft was actually terrible. Uh, I mean, it wasn't good. They could have definitely picked a lot better than they reached Howard uh, yeah. three, which was their first round pick. He's an offensive tackle from Alabama state. Um, there was definitely a lot better people on the board. If they were going to go offensive line. That was my thing. I remember watching the draft. I was like, what the fuck are they doing? So I'm not in love with the Texans draft. And then also with their departures and arrivals, I mean, you lose three guys out of your secondary, Tyron Matthew, Kareem Jackson, and Kevin Johnson. Uh, you add to Sean Gibson, um, another cornerback, and Bradley Roby. And then this is how 
little impact that Texas made this offseason. One of their big accusations was a backup quarterback in AJ McCarron. So, I mean, yeah, it was uh, it was definitely not the best they could have done, but they're already good, so they didn't really need to do a whole lot. They're a good team. They really didn't need to do a whole lot. Um, I think their secondary got a little bit worse. So if you're going judging by last year's standards, by what they got and what they lost, I would say by just by definition, they got they got worse a bit, a little bit. Um, I wouldn't say that they got worse, but I wouldn't say they got better. Yeah. Not too thrilled about their draft like we already talked about. They didn't really need any big key pieces for the most part. Um, you know, None of their draft picks are going to come in and be starters. Uh, I, think replaced, sec- I, think, I think their secondary got worse. That's my only thing. I mean, they and replaced like- an aging Tyran Matthew and Kareem Jackson with Sean Gibson, who's really good from Jacksonville, uh, and Bradley Roby, who's solid as well. But they did lose the starting cornerback or a good cornerback in Kevin Johnson. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really replace him. But I wouldn't say they got worse. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was struggling to, to say that, but I, for absolutely 100% to not get better. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think uh, we'll see. I, I just don't know. We'll hear more about the Texans. So, other offseason, did they get better? Did they get worse? I mean, you could argue that they got worse. Um, I certainly don't think you could argue that they got better, though. Yeah, uh, for sure. So, with that being said, that's kind of what we think about their offseason. You know, this kind of kind of quiet. Um, you know, specific, a lot of these teams were pretty quiet in the offseason, to be except for the Jaguars. Um, but the rest of the three were fairly quiet as far as acquisitions and departures. Um, are, are are to be said. So, like we've done in the last two ep- last two episodes, we're gonna go sleeper, breakout, bust, then MVP, and then go over under in Vegas on their total wins. And boy, I'll tell you what, these over unders were a doozy. Yeah, they're uh, they're hard. Yeah, but um, so we'll get we'll get more into that here in a second. So we're gonna go Texans. Their sleeper, Travis. Who do you have as a sleeper for the Houston Texans? My sleeper for the Texans is Will Fuller. Um. His injuries have kept him pretty much from being a star player the last few years. But I think he got, he can come out and have a great season if he can stay healthy. He's missed 15 games the last two seasons, so he's played half the games. Um, like I said, if he can stay healthy, if he can come back from his injury, I think he has a monstrous year. Uh, even though he tore his ACL last year, you're going to have better corners on everyone focusing on DeAndre Hopkins, possibly double-teaming him. This is going to free him up more come out and have a better season than than what he's had. I mean, it's only a it's only a third year. Yeah, I like Will Fuller a lot. Uh, I've had him on some fantasy teams in the in the past two years. I think he's at least been on one of my fantasy teams the last two years. Uh, got a lot of speed, got a lot of explosiveness, so I could definitely see him bouncing back from injury and having a big year. I'm going to go other side of the ball for, for my sleeper. Um, I actually have a lot of defensive players in this little grouping of people for the Texans. Uh, my sleeper is going to be Jonathan Joseph, the cornerback. Um, he was one of the best cornerbacks uh, in the league last year, according to Pro Football Focus. Actually, he's number 10 in the league. So for me to pick him as a sleeper, people are going to be like, yo, he was already one of the best corners in the league to begin with. But like I said, they lost some of their key, their pieces from last year. He's one of the he's the only corner remaining from last year's team or the any corner that was worth a damn. Um, so he's going to step step up and expect to be the leader and kind of welcome these new guys and get the secondary back on track. Um, he's a stud, uh, but he's not exactly who you think of when you think of the Texans. So like when I say Jonathan Joseph, you're like, I'm, who, who the fuck? Who, happy will be like, who the fuck is that? And then whenever I say Texans, you don't think of Jonathan Joseph. So that's why I think he's going to be a sleeper in my opinion. A lot of people have him on their radar. I think he's going to come out and have a really, really good year corner and uh, lock down some really, really good receivers in that AFC South. Yeah, we'll see. He's he's getting up there. He's 35 years old. Um, so sleeper in there. Top hinder. ten, top ten in Pro Football Focus last year, though. Right. So old he's guy, been good. He's a very very good veteran corner. So uh, not a bad pick at all. Um, going into breakout player, my breakout player for the Texans is Deonta Foreman, running back. Uh, the Texans. Have to be getting tired of Lamar Miller's mediocrity um, over the past few years. He hasn't been terrible for them. He stayed healthy, but I mean, shit, 13 touchdowns in three years isn't necessarily great when he's played in every game for the past three years, but four games. Uh, they drafted him, I believe, two years ago. They didn't, draft him. 
Are you talking about Deontay Foreman? Yeah, Foreman. Okay. They drafted okay. Foreman. Not, the way you were talking, it sounded like you're talking about Lamar Miller still. Oh, right? no, no, no. They drafted Foreman two years ago. He uh, Coming off a torn Achilles from last year, I think he played in one game toward the very beginning of the year. Um, but apparently he's having a huge recovery. He's in the best condition he's ever been in um, since he came into the league. And a lot of people are going to think he's going to push out Lamar Miller for the starting job. I think that's definitely a possibility the way he's been playing. Um, I haven't been been a fan of Lamar since he left Miami. So No, yeah, ever since Lamar Miller left Miami, he hasn't been dog shit for Houston. I feel like you have that one guy in your fantasy league every single year that drafts Lamar Miller in like the third or fourth round thinking he's going to get a value pick out of it, and it's just it's horrible. Um, so I like that pick. Texans have been needing a go-to guy at running back for a long time. Um, so I definitely think Foreman could have a big year. Um, after you know coming off coming off of what is an injury, and I have a couple guys like that later on that are coming off injuries as well as my breakout player. My breakout player is again on the defensive side of the ball for the Texans, and I'm going with Zach Cunningham, the, the linebacker out of Vanderbilt. Um, he's going into his third season, the former second round pick. Um, he's going to be expected to be a rock in the middle of that three four defense. Um, he's coming off a season last year where he started 14 games, finished with 107 tackles, which was improved from his rookie year. But his rookie year, he had a sack and a half. Last year, he had zero sacks. So um, I think he's going to have a big year. I think the Texas defense is going to need to be really, really good for them to compete in this division this year um, and really kind of you know go back-to-back for, for division titles. I think Cunningham's a big piece of that. I think he's going to have a breakout year, maybe even like – you know, we're possibly talking about defense, not defensive player of the year, but, you know, going to be like an, like an all-pro type season for him, I think. Wow. Bold statement, Cotton. <clears throat> you have a lot of defensive players for the Texans. I don't know. I know their defense is good, but I don't know if it's going to be. It's going to have to. It's going to have to be. It's going to be have to have to be good for them. Like I said, the only part of their defense I don't like is the secondary. So. All right. Um. Uh, We'll keep going on. My bust, uh, my bust pick, stemming off my last pick, kind of didn't really see anyone that was going to be crazy bad, so I'm going Lamar Miller here. Like I said, just hasn't been enough to handle the workload of a starting running back for them with as good as they are and as high power as their offense can be if he were to be you know, a little bit better. Uh, and like Jared said, you have that person who picks him third or fourth uh, around your fantasy league. Uh, stay away from him. Um, yeah, he's so he's just not going to have a great year. He hasn't been good for years, so good one, but kind of kind of typical. Maybe mine is kind of too because I'm picking on uh, their first round draft pick that I didn't like. Um, I think they picked Titus Howard to protect Deshaun Watson because Deshaun Watson's always getting banged up, always getting hurt. I think he's been sacked the most in the last two years of other than any other quarterback. I know last year he was sacked the most at one point in time. Uh, I just don't think that he's going to be able to live up to the hype to be either either left or right side tackle, whatever side, whatever side that whatever side they decide to put him on. I don't think he's going to be able to step up into that role very well. So, um, well, they're going to throw him there too quickly. He's coming from a smaller school; he's not going to be able to learn learn the offense properly. So, I just think that kind of has bus written all over it. They kind of reach for it. So, I know it's an easy one there, but I, I kind of went for the low hanging fruit. Yeah, I don't know if he's even going to start or what his role is coming in. But I right now, they, they don't have a starting right tackle from last year. They lost him. So. <laughs> well, um, <laughs> we'll see. Sorry, I'm, my cat is being very vocal tonight. Um, he's going into the MVP of, of this team. I mean, it's probably going to have the same person. No, I bet you we don't. What? I bet you we don't. I mean, there's no other MVP. This team would not be where they were if it was not for Deshaun Watson. Um, can't say healthy, man. I mean, he played the whole season last year. I know. His offense Let's... runs through him. Um, I'm a firm believer they would have a losing record last year if it weren't for him. Uh, they went 4-12 and the first season. He won three games for them in 2017. And then last year came in, took him to an 11-5 and five season. He is their savior. He's all they have. 
Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. I mean, you saw what they looked like with Brock Osweiler, and it's not. Yeah. yeah. You want to know who else played only five games that De- in Deshaun Watson's rookie year? Who? J.J. Watt. Nah, he's overrated. So I'm going J.J. Watt. Going in his ninth year, he's coming off of 2018 where he played all 16 games for the first time in three years. He only played five in 2017, three in 2016. Um, and go back to that 2015 year when he played all 16 of his games. They're a pretty damn good football team, then, if I, if I do recall. But they went 11 and five last year without him. No, he's not. He played. He, what did I just say? He played oh, all. Sorry, games. yeah, never mind. All 16 games last year. All 16 games for the first time in two years. Those two years he didn't play. They were absolutely horrendous. He's the rock of that defense. Um, I think when he's healthy and feeling great, JJ is one of the best in the game. One of the best to ever do it. Um, and especially in an AFC South with very, very questionable offensive lines. Um, looking at you, Taylor Lawan. Uh, I think this defense is going to be rock solid with him. Uh, I'm predicting double-digit sack year for J.J. Watt in his ninth season, so I think he's going to be MVP. I do think Deshaun Watts is a hell of a player. I just think, and this is just me and my own thinking, I think this defense is going to play really, 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 really good for them to be back-to-back division champions, and I, I, that's why I went all defense for, for, for my big-time players. All right. I just don't think on a team this good that somebody, I mean, on defense can be their MVP considering that their defense is already really well. But, okay. So, so is their offense. I mean, they have fucking two stud wide receivers. I mean. We'll see. We will see. Um, either way, both really good players on each side of the ball. Um, they're Vegas probably, odds. Probably the best on both sides of the ball. What? The best on both sides of the ball. Yeah. Respectively. Yeah. Respectively. Um, but either way, their Vegas, Vegas has their odds on their win total this season at eight and a half. I am easily – this is probably the easiest one I had uh, taking the over. Yeah. Um, I, I think they're going to compete to win the division. I think they can easily go nine and seven. Uh, I know they had the fourth hardest schedule in the league, but they have a good enough team. You're draver, hooting and hollering about their defense, and their offense has what it takes to get it done. So I think they can go nine and seven and get that over. See, man, I, dude, I went through a lot of scenarios in this division because I honestly think this is going to be the toughest division to pick. I mean, top to bottom. Like, I think literally the whoever wins the division is going to be, you know, whatever, nine and seven, 10 and six, and whoever's in last place is going to be like six and 10, seven, and nine. There's not going to be a lot of separation between first and last. Um, so I think if, the, if this was eight, I would hit the over easily. But since it's because like if, if it's eight, I'm hitting the over because if the, even if they only win eight games, I get to push. But the fact that it's eight and a half, that half is what scares me because they are one injury away from a star player on defense or offense of, of winning six to seven games. And that scares me. And I know you can't really play it that yeah, way. Yeah, but you can say that about every team. I know. But the fact that it's eight and a half, if it was eight again, hit the overall day. Eight and a half. My gut's telling me to take the under here because I think that the winner, the winner of this division is going to win nine and ten games. Spoiler alert, I don't think the Texans are winning the division. All right. Well, I, uh, I, think, that, I think that they can win nine, no doubt in my mind. Okay, man. I mean, I ran through a schedule thing, but we'll see. We'll see. Um, so Travis taking the over. I'm taking the under on eight and a half. With that being said, we're going to roll into the Colts. Um, and the Colts, just like the Texans, kind of had a pretty decently quiet um, offseason, except they had 10 fucking draft picks, all of which were garbage. But we everyone said that last year, and they had like fucking three guys that turned out to be start. Like I don't know. like Whoever said that fucking Darius Leonard was going to be bad – is an idiot. Everybody did. Everybody did. Well, this Every- Rocky Asin guy is probably one of the worst picks that they could have had at two. I mean, there was many other corners on the board. 
I like their offseason pickups not in the draft. They got Justin Houston, Kevin Funches, and Spencer Ware. Yeah, I mean, those are three uh, solid ones. Other than that, I don't, I'm not in love with their draft. I don't even care that they had 10 guys. None of them really stand out to me other but than Paris Campbell from Ohio State. Uh, well, my thing is none of them ever really do. I mean, you look at the Patriots drafts. They just acquire a bunch of fucking picks, pick a bunch of guys, and at least a couple of them end up turning out. It's all about development. That's my personal yeah. opinion. Cold I mean, turned the Patriots, though. But they got this. They got Vic Ballard, who I think is one of the smartest, youngest GMs in the league, who's modeling his shit after Bill Belichick in the Patriots. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, Patriots are on the way out. Like, the Colts could be that team we look 10 years from now. Like, wow, look at those drafts back in, you know, the late 2000 teens. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I don't love their draft, but I think the fact that they had so many picks is good. We, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I didn't really notice anyone in that draft that, like, really stood out to me. So, they didn't really lose anyone, though, at the same time. They added a great edge rusher, like I said, in Justin Houston. Um, I would say they got slightly better. Not much better, um, but maybe a little bit better. They, they I didn't get any worse because they lost Al Woods, Ryan Grant, and Dontrell Edmond, three very forgettable pieces. Yeah, I think it's very easy to say they got better, um, you know, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, adding Justin Houston to your defense, even if he's getting older and declining a bit, you know, still at. I mean, look at look what look what happened to Chris Long in his career when he when he went from the Rams to the Patriots and the and the, and the Eagles. I mean. A change of scenery can do a lot for a guy when he's at that age. So, um, yeah, for sure they got better. Yeah. Um, so, I guess we'll go into our sleeper breakout bus and MVP sleeper pick. Uh, who do you have? I mean, I kind of went easy here. Again, low-hanging fruit. Um, but I went Justin Houston. I mean, I don't think people will expect a lot from him coming from Kansas City. Like I said, he's old. He's declining. Um, uh, so, I think – He's going to come in, raise some eyebrows, maybe get like four to five sacks. I think I feel like if he does that with like you know thirty to forty tackles, I feel like that's a decent year for him. And come up with and just having some some of those clutch moments, like those big sacks in games, late in games, um, I feel like would be a sleepier pick, quote unquote. So that's why I kind of want Justin Houston again, low hanging fruit, but I don't think people expect a lot out of him. All right, and I'm going to go with a guy who I think a lot of people are going to forget about after such a good season, especially in fantasy drafts, just going into the season, Eric Ebron. Um, I know it's hard to say he's a sleeper when he had 13 touchdowns last year, uh, but I don't think that it was a fluke. He's a good tight end. Matt Stafford just couldn't utilize him in Detroit. Uh, he's a legit threat now that he have Andrew Love throwing to him and it takes the eye away from him with all the wide receivers that they have now. So I think he's an easy – guy to go to that's going to have a great year that maybe a lot of people don't think about when they think of the Colts offense. See, I wanted to go Eric Ebron for both sleeper and breakout, but I'm like, I definitely can't do breakout because he had 13 touchdowns last year. Yeah. Uh, and sleeper just felt like, I don't know, like to me, like I think you're going in the sense that people are sleeping on him that he can't do it again. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. I get that. So um, I like that pick a lot. So with that being said, I'm going to roll into my breakout player which is an offensive player, not named Eric Ebron. <laughs> I'll have the Devin, same one then. Devin Funches. Oh, nope. So Devin Funches, I mean, he was in Carolina for four years. Um, he gets a change, change of scenery in, a, in his fifth year of, of his career, which I think is, can, be, can be good for, for kids. Um, he's a big-bodied wide receiver. And like I have in here in my notes, Ebron was the big breakout guy for luck last year. I think Funches is the big breakout guy for luck this year. Um, so while Ebron still will still get plenty of love, I feel like the Colts offense is going to be really, 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 really good. And Funches is going to be a guy that maybe gets six to seven, eight, maybe even eight touchdowns. And that'd be a breakout year for him. And um, so I'm going Devin Funches here. All right. Um, I have him later on. So we'll see. My breakout player is also on the offensive side of the ball is Marlon Mack. Uh, and this is a man who came in, didn't really the Colts didn't know what they had until they utilized him last year. Finally started, got his like first like initial group of starts last year. Got the nod every Sunday in the last half of the year. Started ten games, um, had almost a thousand rushing yards on nine touchdowns. I think they finally figured out what they had. He's a big threat. 
not a lot of talent behind him, so he's going to get a majority of the carries and be really good in this offense. I agree with you, but you they also have Spencer Ware. So. Yeah, but I mean, I honestly don't know how much they're going to utilize Spencer Ware because they also have that Nikeem Hines guy that they like to use in like, situations where they don't have Marlon Mack. I think Spencer Ware was just kind of a fill-in on the depth chart, but we'll see. I don't know. Well, we shall see. Um, I, I do like that pick. I think I think Marlon Mack has been – I remember the first year came up and, like, like popped off. He was supposed to be good. I picked him up off waivers, and then the Colts didn't know how to fucking use him, and it pissed me off. He had, like, three good games. They're like, you know what? This guy that's done awesome for us, we're just going to ride him on the pine. Again, that's before the current regime came in, back when fucking Bill Pullian was still running the show. The reason why Pat McAfee quit because that fucking showed bag. So um, that's not a hinder there. So I do like that player on the exact – while we're talking about running backs, my we're going to go to bust. My bust is Spencer Ware. Um, I feel like they did – You were just re- mouthing me. Because you said they had nobody behind him, though. But Spencer Ware is a name. He, he's somebody more than Nikeem Hines. I do think they, bring, they brought in Spencer Ware to have a bigger role in this offense, not as big as a role as Marlon Mack. But – I think what made Ware so great in Kansas City was that he could be plug in and, and fill in, be that third, even fourth guy sometimes. Him being sometimes a second or first guy, you know, maybe not be may not be so great for him. You know, I, I think um, they do want him to be eventually be the guy. I just don't see that happening. Um, I think Spencer Ware is a hundred percent a role player, and I hope they don't try to use him, overuse him, and make him work more. Um, because he's not that guy. He's a third down guy that gets seven to eight touches a game and pops off big for one of them. So going Spencer Ware for my bus because I just think they're going to try to use him too much. I like that. Either way, even if he doesn't play, still a bus pick. Um, my bust, Jared just had him on his breakout player, Devin Funches. He's stepping in right in a role as a starter. Uh, he's going to have some eyes on him. I don't see him amounting to a whole lot here in Indianapolis. I mean, don't get me wrong. He might have a few good games where he gets a touchdown, maybe two. I don't think he gets over five touchdowns this season. Could be wrong, but I'm just really not feeling it here. I mean, Luck has his targets. He has, you know, everyone who is shaped around him, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Eric Ebron, Jack Doyle. I, I don't know. I just feel like Devin Funches doesn't mesh well. We'll see. But going from Carolina to here, it's just not not a good fit for me. Uh, is Jack Doyle still in Indy? Yeah, he still is. Okay. I just want to make yeah. sure you're still They're running, running a dual tight end set. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I can't say I hate that pick, but the exact reason why I picked breakout is because I feel like any breakout player you pick could also be a bust. Um, so He's going to have a good season or a bad season. I don't think there's going to be mediocrity for him. Okay, I see that. Going on to the, the seasons have been bad, but one. Yeah. Going into MVP, I don't know where Travis is heading. I don't know we have the same player. Um, again, I'm going defense here. I mean, it's, I'm going Darius Leonard, uh, the linebacker. I mean, the kid was – he's the reigning defensive rookie of the year. He's going to be the rock of this defense for years to come. A big reason why they were so good last year on the defensive, defensive side of the ball. The kid had 163 tackles seven sacks, eight pass breakups, and two picks. I think he's going to be a problem in this league for years to come. Teams that slept on him are going to be dumb. The second rounder out of South Carolina State. I mean, the kid's just an animal. Um, and like I said, I think he's just going to be the center of, of, of a very good defense uh, of this season. I don't hate that pick, but I'm going again. Same thing I did last time, and it will be for as long as he is healthy and on this team. It's got to be Andrew Luck for me. Only reason I say that is because you really see the most valuable player uh, in 2017 when he didn't play at all. They were four and twelve. Came back to full swing last year. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Shopify presents cool sheets from aha to... 
lying awake while you bake isn't cool. I suffered from the wrong kind of hot in bed, heat-induced insomnia. That was my aha moment. Bed sheets that keep you cool. Then I thought, how do I even sell bed sheets? That's when I had the idea that made it all possible, signing up on Shopify. With the help of Shopify's intuitive online store creator, I started selling sustainable bamboo sheets that keep cool year-round. And my cool idea became a reality. Hot sleepers around the world rejoice. Shopify makes it simple to keep your cool while starting and growing your business. Start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. From aha to anything is possible. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free 22. Shopify.com slash free 22. Led them to a playoff berth through 39 touchdowns. He's their MVP, just like Deshaun Watson is of Houston. Okay. I don't disagree there. Um, we're going to move into the Vegas over under, which again is a toughie nine and a half. I, think, I hate this worse than I do the Houston one. I hate it too. Cause I want, I, I, I mean, we're going to talk about our division winner later, but I think, feel like I said that I don't think the Texans are going to win the Colts. I have them winning my division, the division. I'll talk more about it later, but uh, this, I know like, Oh my God, Jerry, you're picking the Colts to win the division. They should win 10 games. I don't think necessarily. I definitely think a team could win this division winning nine games. Cause those I think so as well. They could beat the piss out of each other. So with that being said, I do think the Colts are going to win this division. I do see them winning 10 games, but I'm going to take the under because I just think it's a safe bet. And I know it's like, it's a, that's a pussy move, but it's a safe bet. I think they can win this, win this division at, at nine wins and the, and the nine and a half scares me. So I'm going with under here. Yeah, it's almost tough for me. I, I mean, they're winning nine or ten. There's, I don't think they're going eight and eight. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they could possibly go eleven and five, but that'd be hard. I'm so, gonna go with the over here with ten wins. I don't love it. I would definitely stay away from it. But just from the standpoint of us trying to predict it with this far out, I'm going over. I would honestly stay away from every. I'm not gonna put money on any of these that we're talking about today because I. I mean, I put money on the next team that we're going okay okay we'll talk about that so we're both going travis is going over in a very ballsy move because he thinks you're going to win 10 games on the nose i don't see them winning more than 10 like you said so that's why i'm going to say under i think the winner i think the winner of this division wins 10 games at the very most yeah we both had opposite picks on these on these over-unders this is this i hate this division it's super tough yeah it's a it's a pretty stacked division so, with that being said, we're going to move on to the Tennessee Titans, a near playoff team from a year ago. They had a slight chance to go to the playoffs, but they did not make it. They're um, no, they didn't. It was the, no. yeah. yeah, it yeah. came down to that last game. Yeah, yeah, it did come down to the last game. So their draft was pretty decent. I've, if you if you ask me, um, their offseason departures. I mean. Anytime you have Blaine Gabbard on your offseason departures list, that's a good thing. So sorry, Blaine. Um, but then, yeah. Anytime you have Ryan, then you have anytime you have Ryan Tannehill coming in, that's also a bad thing. So that's even. I think that might be equally as worse. <laughs> um, they also have Cam Wake, who's a fucking animal. So who is an old veteran, maybe washed up. We'll see. Um, I did. I did like their arrivals. Other than Ryan Tannehill, they lost Brian Arakpo, Quentin Spain, and Josh Klein. It was a decent guard. Their draft was pretty solid. They only had six picks, though. They had six picks, which is never good because I, I'm from the philosophy of the more picks you have, the better you're going to find a diamond in the rough. I do like the Jeffrey Simmons pick. Yeah, I love that pick. At 19, I know it's a gamble. For, he tore his ACL in February before the draft, um, but I do like it. I think he, he would have been a top-five pick without it. So I'm sure we'll talk more about him in a second. Actually, I'm just going to go into it right now. Jeffrey Simmons is my sleeper. Um, not a lot of people are expecting a lot from him. Like I said, he would have been a top five, top five, top 10 pick if he wouldn't have torn his ACL. Um, I really don't think a lot of people are expecting big things from him, but I think big things are going to come from him. All right. I, uh, I like that. I thought about it. I think that was my backup, but I'm going with the player who they recently acquired in the offseason. Um, I'm going with Adam Humphreys. 
Uh, he was pretty dangerous in Tampa Bay coming out of the slot. He doesn't find the end zone a ton, uh, but he's had over 50 receptions in his last three seasons. Um, every single one of them, he's had 10 yards per catch, over 10 yards per catch. But a lot of these is are, are yards after the catch is what he, is what he looks for. He's kind of like your like smaller Jarvis Landry esque player. Um, and it looks great for me, especially with Mariota's arm problem. I know he's had a lot of rotator cuff and elbow problem lately. He might not be chucking downfield a lot. He's going to look to dump off to Adam Humphreys. He's a quick, speedy player. Should serve as a solid offensive player for him. I love that pick because that is my breakout player, is Adam Humphreys at the wide receiver ah, position. Ah, nice. Mariota, like you said, Mariota doesn't have a cannon. He has that shoulder problem. Um, can't get the ball downfield, but he also likes to scramble. So if, Mar- if Humphreys can kind of find an open spot in the field, get some catches that way, get some get some yak, like you said, yards after catch. Um, he has that speed. He's a, he's a decent player, and I think he fits the exact mold of what a breakout player should be. Not if you ask the average NFL fan, they probably have no idea who the hell Adam Humph- Adam Humphreys is. Um, but I think he becomes a decently household name after this year because I see him playing a decent, a pr- pretty big role in this offense. Yeah, I like it. Uh, I'm a big Adam Humphreys guy, pro Adam Humphreys. My breakout player, someone who, you know, might not be considered a breakout for some, Derrick Henry. He finally got the recognition he deserves, I feel like, last year. Took him three fucking years to do so. He rushed over 1,000 yards with 12 touchdowns. But he only had 12 starts. So I feel like that's why I'm pushing him. as my. But how many of those yards came in that Jacksonville game? Yeah, I think like 300 or something like that. It was a shit ton. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm labeling him breakout because he only had 12 starts last year, so he didn't even play a full season. A lot of people didn't have him on their fantasy team beginning the year, then he started to pick things up. He's going to get an excellent workload this year and have easily another 100,000 or 1,000-yard 1, season, I think, if he can stay healthy. So breakout player Derrick Henry, don't forget about him in your fantasy drafts. And with that being said, I'm going to go to my bust, who's Derrick Henry. Um, oh, come on. Dude, I, he had my ass. A third of his fucking yards came – a fourth of his yards came from that Jacksonville game. A fourth of his touchdowns, maybe even more. I can't remember how many he had. Came in that Jacksonville game. It was – his stats were fluffed. It was – he was a – he's going to be a big product. People are going to fucking jump – and we'll talk about this in our fantasy episode we have. People are going to jump on him and have recency bias – because they remember what was good at the end of last year and remember how shitty he was before that. He plays behind a very, very average O-line. Henry is a big body that needs holes. They're not going to be there. I think Derrick Henry has the bus labeled all over him. He's never had the body to make it in the NFL um, as, a, as, a, as a running back. So I just don't think – I think he had a great end of the year, and I think he's not going to carry that over this year. So I'm just going to label him as a bust. I mean, I'm not saying he's going to come out and have, like, 100-yard games all over the place, but he's going to be your solid running back that gets the job done. We'll see. Could be wrong. But I like Derrick Henry. I'm going into my bus player now. Um, actually, you can go ahead if you want to go. I just said my bus. My bus is Derrick Henry. All right. Oh, yeah, you did. Fuck. I'm an idiot. I was reading mine. My bus is – the Corey Davis. Yeah, he's horrible. Yeah, this man's been fucking overrated as hell since he came into the league. He played every single game last year, finished with just under 900 yards and four touchdowns. This is their guy who's supposed to be their go-to wide receiver. Give me a fucking break. I already mentioned Marcus Mariota's arm problem. He's a big body. He's not going to go up and get balls that Marcus Mariota can't put there, and they're going to be in trouble if this is their quote-unquote best wide receiver. Yep, I agree. I agree. I don't like Corey Davis. That's why I had Adam Humphreys as my breakout player. Um, also, you have Delaney Walker coming back this year. So I just I think mean, Corey Davis. fucking walking skeleton. <laughs> I think Corey Davis is going to be faded out of the offense. Um, if you think he's a walking skeleton, you're going to freak out at my MVP pick then because it's, it's Delaney Walker. Oh, my goodness Christ. Delaney Walker is one of the top five tight ends in the league if not you can i mean there's there's debate when he's at when he's healthy and at his a game he is an absolute fucking animal he suffered a brutal season ending injury last year in week one and i read a bunch of stuff about him he's rehabbing really good just like you said i can't remember who you talked about earlier who got who got hurt oh 
uh, Foreman from Houston. Yeah. You said that he's rehabbing well, going to come back. I think Walker is going to be the same way. Um, I think he is big for Mariota. I think he helps out his confidence. I think he's more than just a um, stats MVP. I think he's a in the huddle type, you know, rah, rah, like, you know, be a leader MVP because you look at that offense. I mean, there's not a lot of experienced guys on it and Delaney Walker's can be that guy. Um, so I just think that he is an MVP. I think he's going to have a great year statistically, but I also think he's going to, he's going to be able to be the leader in that offense that they need. All right. I like that pick. If it were four years ago, uh, he's not no, even he's, that old. He's not he's even 30, that old. He's 34 years old, which is old coming off of that brutal injury he had last year. Um, I love, I love him. I hope he does good. He's he's always been a solid tight end. Big Delaney Walker fan. Always go after him if I can fantasy, but uh, we'll see. I don't really know if there's a good MVP pick for this team, dude. That's what I'm struggling. Like I'm just saying, like who the fuck do you pick? You can't pick Mariota. Pick Mariota, you're no. square. And I mean, it's hard to pick a defensive player just because their defense is just like super average. I mean, yeah. Um. So I mean, my MVP pick, and I don't. I mean it's going to be Den- Derrick Henry for me just because I think God, it's really, gross. It's the only key piece on offense that they have going for them at the, at the moment, just with such inconsistency that they have in their wide receiving core in Mariota. I had to pick MVP as Derrick Henry. I hated it, but I hate this team, which leads us into the Vegas odds uh, for a win total over under eight. And I am going to easily with Ease, say the under. It's hard. I can't say it with ease. No, I'm with ease. I don't think they went over seven games. I think they could go six and ten. I think they got a little lucky last year with a terrible Jacksonville team in their division. That was two wins. Uh, and then they just – I just feel like they aren't that good of a team. I can see them winning six games. Yeah. Yeah, I see that. What happens if, if fucking Mariota gets hurt? I mean, Tannehill's coming in. Yeah, I know, but at least Tino can throw the ball down the field. Um, I guess, into the other team's hands. Yeah, I do. This one's so hard. The eight is fucking throwing me off. I want to no pick push. They win nine. I want to pick – that's what I'm saying. I want to pick push. If I had fucking could bet some money to win and make – because I think this is – this the this roster has eight and eight written all over it, like literally all over it. So with that being said, I know I've been saying the under a lot, but I'm going to go ahead and say under again here. Yeah. I thought about over. I even I even had it typed out. I didn't even fucking have a, a selection. I was going to basically make up my mind on the spot. And the more and more I think about it, the more I talk about it and say it out loud, it's like speak it into existence almost. Um, I think under is easy here. Um, them and Jacksonville are definitely going to be behind um, Indy and Houston this year for sure. Yeah, we're doing this. Uh, we're not together tonight doing this. If Jarrett would have picked the over, I think I would have shut my computer screen. And <laughs> but I think I said six games. I think realistically it'll be more of seven and nine. But no. Yeah, I, I I ran I ran through the gambit. I uh, like did that like little season select that game selector we did last year, which is super handy. We'll probably do for the uh, our big entire preseason show. Um, but I did it right now, and I have them at I have it have them at seven and nine. I have the Colts at nine and seven, the Texans at eight and eight, and the Titans at seven and nine. All right. That moves us in the Jacksonville Jaguars, who finished five and eleven last year, coming in a complete disappointment. I thought yeah, they had after them. after they yeah. were a fucking literally a drive away from the Super Bowl. Yeah, I thought that they had an awesome draft. Uh, they got. Josh Allen, the defensive yep. end linebacker out of Kentucky, stole Jawan Taylor in the second round out of Florida, um, and then just had some quality picks in those uh, later rounds that I feel like they had a really good draft. They also lost a shit ton of people, Blake Bortles, Malik Jackson, Deshaun Gibson, Dante Moncrief, Austin Safarian Jenkins, TJ Yeldon, Carlos Hyde, Telvin Smith temporarily. And that's, that's what the article said. I believe he's suspended. Yeah, I think he is too. For, P, for yeah, for for PEDs, he's suspended. He's suspended for for PEDs. But they also got Nick Foles, uh, linebacker Jake Ryan, Chris Conley from the Chiefs, and Jeff Swain. Really, the only person I'm looking at here is Nick Foles. Dude, I don't know, man. Like, I really like that that Jeff Swain pick. He was almost my sleeper. I didn't pick him as a sleeper, but I really like Jeff Swain. Cowboys. Yeah, dude, he really picked it up last year in Dallas. Um, I think that's a solid pickup for a team that hasn't had a tight end in a long fucking time. 
So, yeah, um, um, it's not bad. I think their team. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Start a journey, not a fad. Kick off your fitness journey with up to $500 off Peloton Bike, Bike Plus, or Tread packages. Choose the package that will take your training to the next level with accessories like our cycling shoes, heart rate band, non-slip grip dumbbells, and more. Join now and you'll see why 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. All access membership separate. Offer ends January 8th, 2023. Excludes Bike, Bike Plus, and Tread Basics. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. I mean, I, I would say they got a little better. Oh, they for sure got better. How can you get any worse than last year? <laughs> That's true. I mean, they Quarterback upgrade. Quarterback upgrade. Fucking tight end. At least they have a – I mean, not, not necessarily upgrade. Um, defense. Defensive line upgrade. I think – I do wish they would have done more in the backfield. I think Leonard Fournette is a cancer to this team. And then they let go of TJ Yeldon and Carlos Hyde. I think now, Leonard Fournette's a cancer to this team with whenever he's bothered. I think the fucking ownership needs to just let him be. Like they're trying to like I don't know, that that that's the one thing about the Jaguars. Their front office is so fucking old school with Tom Coughlin, they just need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. But the dude can't stay healthy. He's got an anger problem, I feel like. So take that anger out on the fucking football field, baby. Who knows? Um I do agree that got better though, hundred percent. So with that being said, I'm going to roll into my sleeper if Travis doesn't mind. Actually, he probably doesn't mind. He's walked away from the fucking screen. Um, so I'm going to roll into my sleeper. I hope he can still hear me. Uh, I'm going to go with, I mean, Travis said it earlier, they fucking stole this guy in the draft. Juwan Taylor, the offensive tackle out of Florida, um, staying close to home or close to where he went to school. And, yes, I picked a rookie offensive lineman for my sleeper pick. But he should have been a first-rounder, and they got him the second. You won't hear his name on highlight reels, but because of him, you'll hear Fournette and Foles a hell of a lot more. I like that. I do like that pick a lot. I had Jawan Taylor, I think when we did our mock draft, like going in top 15. Something. Yeah, dude. I had, yeah, I actually had him at six. I had, or like We had him in like top 10. It was something stupid. The fact that they got him at 35 is ridiculous. Um, but, yeah, my sleeper pick um, – I guess this is going to have to be Josh Allen. I mean, it's a guy that no one really – I guess if you didn't watch college football, you don't really know Josh Allen a lot. I mean, defensive end, linebacker, hybrid out of Kentucky. Came in, he was a monster. I believe he was only like a two- or three-star coming out of high school. A lot of people doubted him. He blew up last year, uh, and he was even really good the year before. I think he's going to come in and do a lot of good things for this defense that's already good. Um, so, I mean, it's not a name that's like going to – make a difference, but he's going to do really well for this defense and just add to their depth that they already have. He replaces Dante Fowler because they traded him to, to the Rams, and I think he's going to come in and do a better job, and that's why he's my breakout player, Josh Allen. I'm just not even going right. to go – I'm not going to go into it too, de- too, too deep because Travis just said it, but I feel like he's going to be the rock of this defense for a while. Fair enough. Um, that's. I mean, I guess that's all you can say. My breakout player um, is going to have to be Nick Foles because, I mean, this team really hasn't – you could say you could say it's not a breakout because he yeah. came in for the he won, a, he won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he's, he's literally a Super Bowl MVP. He's coming in for a team that has not had a quarterback identity in God knows how long. He's going to be the best quarterback they've had in the last decade. Um, he's going to come in. He's going to turn this team around, hopefully – and I just think that he's able to kind of muster up something, maybe give him hopes for a postseason shot. I don't think so, but maybe. Um, he's, got, he's got four years. It's not going to happen this year. They're, they're, yeah, gonna, they're, I mean, they're getting better. They're trending in the right direction. And they are. So he's going to have a good year this year for this team. Not That's what I like about breakouts, that we can kind of manipulate it in our own ways. He's not going to have a breakout season for him, but he's going to break out this team in terms of what they did last year. 
Yeah, it's just so weird for a team to take such a big step backwards from literally being a quarter away from the Super Bowl and then winning what well, they went fucking four five. games last year, five, yeah. whatever it was. So I do like that pick. Kind of typical, but I like it. So, but so is mine. So, um, going into that, I'm going to go con- conversely with my bust. I'm going to go with AJ Bouye. Um, he had a good first year in Jacksonville. Last year was a bit of a letdown. You know, didn't get have as many tackles, didn't have as many pass breakups, as many picks. Um, but so did the entire Jag secondary. I mean, they were just they were just flat out awful last year. Um, many are expecting him to kind of bounce back this year and kind of retake that you know that dominance that the that he had him and him and Jalen Ramsey. I don't just, I don't see it. I just think that he maybe got lucky. Uh, and coming into a new environment and, you know, really kind of outperformed his skill set. And I just don't see him. I see him kind of even being worse than he was last year and then playing his way out of the Jags um, uh, after this season. All right. I like that. Uh, My bus player um, obviously is going to have to go to Leonard Fournette. He has just has not been, I guess, what they've been looking for in terms of, you know, the fucking first round draft pick. Dude, but his rookie that, year, his rookie year was insane. That's ridiculous. Yeah, but I mean, uh, since then he's just been average. He can't That's say one how, year, one year. How can you say since then? It's two years. I mean, he's just, he can't stay healthy. He got hurt. He's always he hurt. Got hurt once. Everyone got everyone. I'm um, dude. I just think you can't say always. And he always because there's two, there's literally two series there's two seasons. I just, I I don't think you're giving him a fair shake. I don't know. I just he he has a temper problem. Uh, a lot happened with him last year. I don't think he's the right fit for this team. Uh, he's got a lot of talent behind him to come in and replace him if he's not going to do you know what they think he's going to do. Who's expecting who, who's the, who's the talent behind him? Who's the talent behind him? Alfred Blue, Thomas Rawls. Whoop D. So, Alfred Blue got ran out of fucking Houston by goddamn the guy we're talking about. They didn't show give him really. a chance because they like Lamar Miller. Thomas Rawls had the opportunity in Seattle, and I don't know why they didn't give him more. But I think Leonard Fournette just, again, falls on his face for the second year in a row. I disagree. I disagree 100%. Actually, I disagree. disagree with him a lot because he's actually my MVP of this team. Um, I, want, I wanted to go. Dude, you're being absolutely ridiculous by saying that he's horrible after one bad year. How many players have had a bad year and then came back and bounced back? I'm just saying, like, I don't feel like you're giving him a fair shake at all. I feel like you have some preconceived notion in your head about him, which is totally fine, but I just don't feel like that that's fair because he was phenomenal in his rookie year. He had one bad year. The whole fucking team sucked last year, and I just feel like he's playing with a better quarterback. Nick Foles, like you said earlier, is way better than any quarterback they had in the last decade, which means it's going to open up the offense more. They improved the offensive line a bit with one being Jawan Taylor. That's going to open up holes a bit more. It's going to allow him to get through and just give more opportunities. Um, I just see him being kind of not returning completely to his rookie year form, but not but doing way better than he played last year. If he can stay healthy, he's the big piece, but I see him being the MVP of this team. To be an MVP of this team, he's got to have over a thousand yards, which is just you, just, like you just said earlier that this team's not going to be that good. That Nick Foles is going to be the breakout player because he's going to break this team out. So I know, but you can't say he's going to be the MVP if he's not if he doesn't have the best season he's had of his career. Okay, so 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 who who's your MVP then? He he had the best season of his career when they were a win away from, when they were a quarter away from the Super Bowl. So if they're not going to go to the Super Bowl, then he doesn't have to be that good. He's going to be the MVP of a fucking six win team my mvp of this team is jalen ramsey who is the heart and soul of his defense the only thing that they can seem to get right uh the last couple of years and he's just one of the best lockdown corners in the game maybe got a little exposed last season teach him to shut his mouth not exposed but he didn't have as great a season as he does his rookie year i think jalen ramsey returns to his rookie season uh I guess player and has, you know, a stud year leading this defense to what is what it used to be two years ago and one of the top ten defenses in the NFL. Talk about a guy that has attitude problems. 
He doesn't have attitude problems. He's just cocky. Leonard Fournette, he didn't get suspended like Leonard Fournette did. It is what it is. For, uh, throwing, he, for throwing punches at a dude's face mask. How the fuck are you going to punch a guy that has a helmet on? How smart is that? Everyone does it. I'm just saying, I'm just, you can't dish, you can't dog Leonard Fournette for attitude problems when Jalen Ramsey literally has the same exact ones. Um, attitude problems isn't being cocky. I think it is, but that's Temper- neither here nor Temperament there. and cocky is way different. Cocky is a temperament, so um, got you there. Over, under, eight wins. Uh, it's pretty easy for me. Um, I'm going to go under. Uh, I think they're going to be the worst team in this division, but they're training in the right direction. I think by the full, by Foles, third year of his contract, they'll be probably top tier in this division, right there with the Colts. Yeah. I'm going to say under. I say they are, you know, six and ten, seven and nine team. I uh, don't think they win nine games because the over-under is eight, so that's a bit of a stretch here. Yeah. Jarrett went under on every single fucking team, so – what he thought he said was the best division in football. He thinks that they're going to be completely average. It's just, dude, it's just those halves, those that eight and a half and nine and a half. If those, if they were eight and nines, I'd go over on both of them easily. It's I can, but like I said, I can see the winner of this division being nine and seven just because they're going to beat the piss out of each other. That's my thing. Like, I don't know. So, well, I said one of the best, not the best, and I, by one of the best, I meant competition wise. So, top to bottom. Either way. Um, you saw you have the Colts winning this division at nine and seven, mm-hmm. and the Texans going eight and eight, and the Titans going seven and nine, and the Jags going six and ten. That is a very close division. I am going to say that I have the Texans getting a wild card spot at nine and seven, Colts winning at ten and six. The Titans going seven and nine, and the Jags also going seven and nine. So both of the Colts winning, I do. I could see the Colts going ten and six, and I could also. So the other question I wanted to ask: we we always say say division winner, Travis going Colts. I'm going Colts. Um, we're gonna try to wrap this up fairly quickly here because we're babbling on about it. But um, we always say any other teams in the division we think can make it to the postseason. I do think there's gonna be there could be a wild card team out of this division. Um, if anyone, it's going to be the Texans. The Texans, Titans, maybe outside shot. Like if the, if something crazy happens, but um, it's, I think the Texans have a shot at the postseason. And uh, I think the Jags could be better than the Titans. Booking. Yeah, we'll we'll see. I definitely think we'll talk about the AFC West later on. But I definitely see two wildcard teams coming out of the. I don't even know. I don't fucking know. Who knows? I'd have to sit down and play with it all. But I definitely think the Texans could have a shot at the postseason as well as a wildcard team. Um, so does Travis. With that being said, real quickly, we'll rattle them off here. Um, we're going to MVP of the division, rookie of the year, and breakout player in the division. Um, Travis, who is your MVP of the AFC South? Andrew Luck. I'm going to go with the Colts player as well. I'm going to go with Darius Leonard. Um, I think he can maybe break the record for tackles this year. It's a 195. So keep that He's in mind. Gonna be the leader of this team and – Either way, it's going to be a player from the Colts because they're going to be the best team in the division, more than likely. 100%. 100%. Rookie of the year. I think we both got the same person here. Um, yeah. Fucking. Josh Allen. Yeah, Josh Allen. Sorry. I was Josh. drawing a blank. I was reading six names on my screen. <laughs> That's fine. Josh Allen. And then real quick, uh, breakout player for me, I want Zach, Cunning- Zach Cunningham out of Houston. Um I think the defense is going to, have to be good for them to get a playoff spot, and I think he can be that that kind of that kind of solid player. Breakout player for me, I am going to go the player that I picked way early in Deonta Foreman. I think that hopefully I'm right about maybe Lamar Miller losing his job. I think that alone would give me enough to get breakout player if he can kind of step in and take that role from Lamar Miller and not for sure. So we both went two Colts for MVP, Travis, Andrew Luck, me, Darius Leonard. We both picked Josh Allen as rookie of the year. We both went with two Texans for breakup player of the year, Travis, Deontay Foreman, me, Zach Cunningham. So we're kind of going the same way there. Uh, but, yeah, guys, so that's the AFC South. Obviously, we'll talk more about these teams in our big full preseason breakdown when we go through the gauntlet and tell you who we think is going to make the playoffs and yada, 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 bullshit, bullshit. Um, but we – We'll probably be back later this week with another episode about the AFC West, so stay tuned there. If not, probably this weekend. Hopefully the AFC West will be a lot better to talk about than this shit fucking division. <laughs> so, 
Shit, but competitive. Shit, but, Shit competitive. but competitive. I'm not looking forward to any of these picks just because, and I'll say this now, all these picks could be very well wrong. Oh, yeah. Could be. 100%. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner.